Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coaching Lounge. This is your special invitation to join us every Sunday at 4pm in the Coaching Lounge. Hear interviews with compelling speakers, creative thinkers, entrepreneurs, key people of influence and models of success. Listen to their stories as they share principles of living that we too can apply within and throughout our own lives. I really look forward to spending time with you every Sunday at 4pm. Please do make sure you drop by. Hi and welcome to the Coaching Lounge. It's Sunday at 4 o'clock. I'm Rebecca Gordon, your host for the next 60 minutes. And as usual, I am very delighted that you've joined me in the Coaching Lounge and we will be in conversation with our expert, Dr. Alison Grimston, who will be here to help you stop the stress and step into vitality. Today's show is actually very pertinent for me. Now, I am a business owner, I have a life coaching and training practice, and amongst that, I do other things. And what I find is that I have to manage several different things on the go, and that certainly does leave me feeling very stressed. And if you can imagine the scenario is there are um, several plates spinning in the air, you know, on top of poles, and you're racing from one plate and twisting it to keep it flying in the air so it doesn't land on the ground and crash and then you run from that plate to the next and again you have to keep it twisted and the, you know you're just doing a, a very fast paced and very um, you know agitated juggling act in which you feel quite stressed and the idea is to keep the plates balanced keep them balancing so that they don't drop so that you don't have to pick up the pieces and actually what that is in the reality of our lives is burnout and our guest today Dr. Alison Grimston will help us to work through um what um our stresses may be and how we can you know eliminate and eradicate eradicate those so that we move into a place of vitality now my particular stressor related to me being exceptionally busy just as as I have described where I was in several situations at once where I wasn't given sufficient information I wasn't given the sufficient information um, all the time in fact to manage myself in those particular scenarios so all, all I could do was the best that I could really within limiting circumstances now I do know um, I, I'm in touch with myself so I can share with you that I knew I was stressed and some of the indicators for me were that I felt agitated I had poor concentration I had a feeling of overwhelm and feelings of anxiety were beginning to rise up in me and the good news I'm happy to say is that because I recognize these as stressors what I did was that I put into effect some strategies that helped me to manage the situation and the week much better um, particularly towards the end of the week once I understood exactly what was going on and some of the things I did were practical things like organizing myself um, setting boundaries with people I worked with and arranging to speak to someone about what is and isn't manageable under the circumstances so I feel much better as a result of that yet you know there, there still could be um, stresses that occur because of the dynamics so it is true to say and I know you will agree with me that we all experience stress differently and we all experience stress in our lives but what may be stressful for some may not actually be stressful for another in the same way and it is true that situations, everyday situations and experiences can um, 
cause stress. So it is a good idea for us to understand um, what the stresses may be, how the stress shows itself in terms of the symptoms, and just what we can do to move through and maneuver through challenging situations. Now, let's just quickly say, before I introduce Dr. Grimston, that stresses could be perceived as negative, um, such as demanding work schedules, financial challenges, being made redundant, um, the dynamics of parenting or problems in a relationship. There is also stress that can be perceived as positive, which is changing jobs, getting promotion or, or getting married. Now, because we all experience stress differently, um, as I have shared with you, it could be that the symptoms of stress show through in different ways. We are warned, our body, um, our mind, our emotions, um, our behavior um, actually signals to us what the stress is, you know, that we are in a stressful situation, that we're feeling stressed. So, for example, we could be constantly worried. We could have poor judgment. We probably can't concentrate. We could be moody, feel depressed, overwhelmed, or sense um, a feeling of loneliness or isolation, or have physical symptoms such as, you know, diarrhea, constipation, nausea, um, frequent colds, aches and pains, or we may move into taking up certain habits such as nail biting, pacing, you know, um, procrastinating, or sleeping too much or too little. So stress is a huge problem, certainly and particularly for business and professional women, um, and I put my hand up for that, um, because we are usually caught up in a vicious cycle of worker alcoholism and perfectionism. And the danger is that there can come a point when stress will take its toll, and as I said, it could lead to burnout. Now, uh, many women find that their lives are deeply affected by symptoms of stress and hormonal balance, such as tiredness, mood swings, depression, a lack of focus, and weight gain. And so, productivity could be um, damaged. We may find that our relationships suffer in equal measure. And Dr. Allison, who's here with us today, is um, an expert who helps women through their own transformation to a vibrant life using her seven-step vitality system. And Dr. Allison is with us. I will introduce her in a short moment. Um, I'm delighted to have her here because she is an expert and is very knowledgeable on how we can alleviate um, stress in our lives. Um, and before I introduce Dr. Grimston, I just want to say thank you for joining us. Do get comfortable in the coaching lounge and take this opportunity to de-stress as you find out how to stop the stress and step into vitality. And if you do call in today, and if your question is chosen to be um, read out on air, you are in with the chance to win a great book called The Little Book of Energy, which has a lot of um, practical techniques for how we can revitalize ourselves. So, without further ado, I'm so pleased to announce um, Dr. Allison in the studio, and I'm just going to give you a little bit of background information on Dr. Allison, who is an inspirational, holistic doctor who empowers professional and entrepreneurial women and men to manage their energy and stress, allowing them to live life fully. Dr. Allison's dynamic and highly effective system of blending modern medicine with complementary therapies started as a result of a car accident that broke her back in two places. Wow. And she was just 17 at the time and about to start medical school. And she soon found that painkillers were not enough to get her through. So Dr. Allison developed a personalized lifestyle plan using an integrated approach to medicine. And the big lesson here was that medicine alone does not have all the answers to today's health problem. So um, that's a little bit about Dr. Allison. I'm really intrigued about this accident and what um, that helped catapult her 
on this fantastic and amazing path where she's helping so many people and we'll talk with Dr. Alison herself and find out from her um, what happened after medical school. So let me just welcome Dr. Alison into the studio. Hello, Dr. Alison. Hello, Rebecca. Can you hear me? Yes, you're coming through loud and clear. Wonderful. Um, Hello. It's lovely to be here in the coaching lounge. I'm very comfortable here with my cup of water, having had a cup of tea earlier. And okay. uh, wonderful hearing uh, um, your take on, on your week, really, and all the signs that have triggered you to realize how stressed you were. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I must say that um, this morning I went along, it's, uh, today has been busy, it's Sunday, but it's been immensely busy, but I went along to the gym and had a, a good workout because I knew that that was one thing that would help me to ease into myself and just to harmonize my um, body, um, you know, with my spirit and, um, you know, my, my holistic self. But um, Alison, um, I've looked at your website and um, a great web website it is too, um, very vibrant and bright. And I love the words, you're welcome, I love the words that you use, the vitality system. And your story, um, your amazing work stems from your um, experience of breaking your back in two places. That's exactly right, yes. Okay. Shall I tell you a bit about that story? Please do, please do. Well, um, let me see. I, it started when I was 17, and I was just as any other 17-year-old. I was going out with some mates, and uh, my already ex-boyfriend was driving the car, and we were driving on the cliff tops, on the hills, um, down near Eastbourne, and he decided to race another car, and he over-corrected on a bend and rolled the car. So if any of you can imagine what it's like to be inside a washing machine or tumble dryer, that's a bit what it felt like because in those days, of course, there weren't any seatbelts. They didn't exist. So when we, the car came to a stop, we were flabbergasted to find actually afterwards that it stopped only about 20 feet from the edge of Beachy Head, Beachy Head Cliffs, which is the third most popular, if you can put it that way, suicide spot in the world. Right, because wow. it's such a high cliff so we were lucky and yes. uh, I was lucky on two counts because when we got to the hospital and the others were checked over um, the receptionist noticed that although we were waiting for my mum to just collect me because there was nothing wrong with me I wasn't bleeding anywhere I was lying on the floor because I found my back was hurting too much for me to sit oh, and right. so the perceptive receptionist suggested that I get a check up the um, casualty officer um, actually arranged for me to have an x-ray after some deliberation and it showed my back was broken in two places so wow. wasn't I lucky on two scores you, you know? wow yes 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 yeah, so it must have taken not go over the edge over the cliff yes. and lucky to not have any sort of paralysis or anything yeah so I'm imagining that was a life-changing situation for you yeah well you can imagine uh, medical school is quite grueling at the best of times it's a at least a five-year course and lots of sitting in lectures and of course I couldn't sit for more than 10 minutes so I had to bring about had to introduce for myself radical lifestyle changes of many different types to be able to survive and thrive through medical school and some of those included seeing lots of uh, using lots of complementary therapies mm -hmm. such as Alexander technique which is something that was actually recommended my, by my GP and not many GPs would recommend complementary therapies at the moment I always do but mm -hmm. um, it was my GP who first set me on the on the path to recognizing the impact that complementary therapies have on our health mm -hmm. and another major thing I had to do was, was major lifestyle change I had to lie down for lectures and for revision and I had to actually take a big break in the middle of medical school before going on the wards because my back still wasn't strong enough for that and I actually spent that time doing some scientific research which gave me added insights into the world of medicine and science and evidence-based medicine but the key thing really was that although we were being taught at medical school that medicine and science has all the answers for our health I knew that it wasn't the case right. I knew that we had to address our 
holistic selves, our attitude, you know, coping with chronic pain. You can't just do it with painkillers because they just numb your senses. I remember one time I was at one of my first Freshers' Week parties, and I keeled over into the arms of some second-year medical student who was who carried me through to the bedroom, and that mm. was because I was on strong, strong painkillers all the time. And mixed with alcohol, well, it has that effect. Yeah, yes, okay. And what you've said there is so true and so interesting. Actually, it's about lifestyle changes, isn't it? Because we just get caught along doing the same thing and not realizing actually what we're doing is not um, serving us. It's actually more damaging us. And what your story tells us is that you realized there is another way. What we're told isn't always it. There's another way which is more in touch and in tune and will help us to um, be more harmonized. So you... Um, are very much into um, the use of energy, um, generating energy, alleviating stress. Yes. So can, can yeah. you tell me some of the some of the people that you've worked with, please? Um, well, with with the alleviating stress side of things, the yes. the main thing happened when I when I actually finished medical school. I thought, well, how can I bring together the holistic approach in my work and although I loved gynecology I knew I couldn't do you know I loved women's health and working with women but I couldn't stand for long enough to do a hysterectomy so I couldn't pursue pure science, uh, pure operative gynecology as a career so I mainly work with women particularly women in business women in the professions who are suffering from stress and um, using my system for helping them to rebalance things. It's addressing them mind, body, and soul, if you like. So we're looking mm. at the way people are um, looking at their lives, the way they are responding internally to stresses, as well as how to manage the stresses around you, like the boundaries that you set yourself, for example. Uh, in the way that we manage things. So I can remember, for example, one lady who came to me very, very stressed. I gave her some, um, well, I gave her a whole load of resources uh, and some homework to do on working on that little voice that we have inside our head. Mm -hmm. I find that very often in our culture, we tend to be uh, into a vicious cycle of putting ourselves down, if you know what I mean. Mm, mm. We, if, we beat ourselves up, don't we? Absolutely. Our worst critics. And if we yeah. that cycle from, and, and move our inner voice from being our worst critic to being our best friend, it can have such a positive effect, not only on just us and ourselves, but also that has an impact on those around us. Because when we're being kinder to ourselves, we also automatically become kinder to other people. Mm-hmm. It's all um, a cycle really, isn't it? And one of the things I just want to put um, forward and present, um, Alison, is that um, on an everyday reality basis, when, like for myself, I was in that situation, which was not in my own environment, but an environment with different energies, um, where there are um, limitations, where there are pressures, where other professionals feel pressured. So that's the energy in the organization. Organization. And um, what I want to say is actually because of the current economic climate where, you know, things are shrinking for a lot of people, um, can you give us some insight into what sort of, I mean, we know what um, stresses people these days. It could be financial challenges, um, you know, a, a lot of things relating to work and being made redundant, etc. But can you share That's with also us? When, yeah. Yes. The, the, on, other, yeah. the other thing is, as well as, as well as there's that risk of being made redundant and all the fear attached to that, but as other people are being made redundant and the workforce is shrinking, people are being expected to do more and more with less and less time and less and less staff. Yes. And yes. that has an added impact on the stresses that people are experiencing day in, day out. Okay. So in that situation where that's all you know, yes, people live with this and people think it's normal um, because that is the world. How do people know that they may be facing stress or under stress in these situations? Well, 
there are lots of things like the example, the examples that you gave yourself. When I burned out as a as a GP, as a family physician, um, about nine years ago now, some of the things that I noticed for myself were that I was resenting other people being allowed to take coffee breaks or or lunch breaks. For example, mm -hmm. I'd you know, trying to deal with the day's work, I'd be ringing a social worker or something and I'd be told, well, sorry, they're on lunch. And you're sort of thinking, well, it's right for them. And, mm. you know, when your inner voice is doing that, it's a sign that you have become less tolerant of other people's situations and it's time to hold a mirror up and look at, look at how things are. Um, mm -hmm. One of the other things that is a very common sign of burnout, actually, um, is when people become sort of depersonalized. They become separate from the people they're supposed to serve in their job. In my mm -hmm. case, it was a feeling of, well, all these people, all these patients are coming to me with stress, but they're not half as stressed as I am. That sort of feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It can yeah. be te teachers losing that empathy for their for their students it can be mm -hmm. you as a professional losing that empathy for your clients or for the the customers in the store that you work in so mm -hmm. it, it it includes you feeling you're so hemmed into a corner that you stop being able to put yourself into other people's shoes and it's that that's such an important part of living our lives and building those relationships that are such an important part of um of how we who we are as human beings really mm, yes and i love um what you've said actually we need to stop take a stop and look at ourselves in the mirror and i think sometimes one of the challenges is exactly that we don't give ourselves a time and space just to have that full stop because we're so consistently you know like like, like the um the gerbil on the treadmill and really what we do need is just to go into a, a, a space of rest, which is what, as as we, yourself and I, Alison, know that coaching does for you and the services yes. that, 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 that we provide. Yeah, so that's absolutely correct. So let's just work with the full stop. So we stop and we take a look in the mirror because, hey, we know that something is wrong. Can you share with me, um, and you can you know, probably give us some scenarios from people who've come to you in the past in, in your profession, but when people take a stop and they look in the mirror, um, you've mentioned about the voice, the gremlin. What are some of the other keys, um, some of the um, support that you give to people regarding shifting the mindset for reducing stress? Well, one of the things I do is I help people to revisit their values why they're here revisit why they're doing what they're doing and sometimes that can have the effect you'll know this as, as part of coaching techniques uh, Rebecca but mm -hmm. um, sometimes this can have the effect of actually making somebody take stock and look at the job that they're doing the role that they're playing the profession they're in the career that they've taken up and seeing that it's not actually what they thought it was. It's not fulfilling them in the way that they expect it to. In other cases, it can have the effect of helping them to recognize that they've made the choice to be here and that for all the difficulties that they're going through at the moment, it's still the profession that they love. And I've had doctors that I've worked with, for example, who have said, realized that they actually still love being a GP, a general practitioner, or family physician, if you're abroad, and that that to um, that this, it's still fulfilling that that whole need they have, or, or their true vision of themselves, of being able to help other people in that deep way that we can, even if mm. it is at nine minutes intervals. And for others, it may be that it's time for a change and a change mm. into something more fulfilling like, say, coaching where you have maybe half an hour, maybe an hour with people or into something completely different. Like mm. I know one, I have one general practitioner that I've worked with who has become a shamanic example. So Sorry, can you repeat can that? The line, the line broke up slightly there. Could you repeat that? Certainly. Yes, I know of one. I have one uh, general practitioner that I've worked with who became a shamanic healer and right. moved to Ireland. Wow. So there okay. were many different ways that, that we can bring things forward. I know one of the lawyers that I've worked with has actually taken up a profession as a public speaker. So she's still in professional speaking 
about law to companies, but she's not being a a, a, a day in day out lawyer at all, and that right. made helped her to transition through to a different a different type of of living. Okay, so it is in that space of the full stop that we actually um, reassess where we are and yeah. look at you know what's working or what may not be working and just find the strategies to just move forward in the direction that we want to. So let's just talk about if it is um, that someone is in, they've come to you, you know, they're at the full stop and they, they, they see what they see but they cannot shift, you know, um, the, the physical position. Let's talk about the, the, the mental or the um, emotional shifting that can take place. What, what strategies, you know, might people do? Well, some of the techniques I use uh, as a first step, for example, would be mindfulness. So in a way, this is like the full stop that we're talking about. But if you just gradually learn to become more aware, you may set aside 10 minutes a day to just become aware of the present and of yourself and to stop that busy, busy, endless stream of thoughts that are going through your head. Just sit calmly for a moment and take some deep breaths and be aware of the sounds around you, the temperature of the room, the feeling of the wind on your skin, uh, the way the, the, pressure, the pressure of your legs are on the seat. And just stopping like that can help with the initial becoming more aware. And I also teach people visualization and meditation techniques as a step forward from that. So that if you do some form of mindfulness or meditation on a daily basis even if it's only for five minutes it can help you to become more aware of what your needs are i also find it useful to use a type of life wheel which i'm sure you'll be aware mm. of that tool but i have one mm. that i've developed specifically for vitality and for stress that helps you to pinpoint whether it's relationship stress at home whether it's uh, whether it's work stress, whether it's your health that's stressing you and help you to be able to grade that on a zero to ten scale and see where you need to put the ed energy and effort in. Mm. And I also work with things like uh, batch flower remedies, for example, which okay. work, help us to work at a very subtle level with our cellular energy as well. Mm, brilliant stuff. And um, as you um, have said, you know, when you look at the, the life wheel, because we feel stressed, but we need to isolate and identify to work on that particular thing um, yes. to stop it from spilling into other areas of our lives. Um, but um, so we have Dr. Alison Grimston in the studio with us. And the show is Stop the Stress, Step into Vitality. And we're just going to take um, a short break where we'll play. Um, a song by R. Kelly because the idea is for us to be happy people <laughs> and <Yeah>. we <laughs> I mean essentially what people want is just to have happiness really you know to, to be happy when I have my speak to my coaching clients that is the ultimate goal and it could be finding your path your purpose it could be finding ways to be happy in what you're doing at the moment whether it be your job or your you know your vocation your studying or whatever um, but we are in pursuit of happiness and we just want to um, when we come back Alison just want to talk about being um, vibrant um, as you've said you use a lot of complementary therapies and we want to talk about um, any strategies any techniques that you can offer that can help people to you know sustain their vitality and their vibrancy and then perhaps talk about a bit more about the work that you do um, in terms of your your programs is that okay Alison that would be great yes Okay, so um, please feel free to um, call in um, on to, to, to the coaching lounge using Skype or using the call-in number, or you can email a question for Dr. Allison, and the email address is info at satellitelifecoaching.com, and um, Dr. Allison is here, and she can talk to you and answer any questions or you know uh, make any comments on anything that you want to put to us today in the coaching lounge. So we will be back in a few minutes. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this here's another one for the steppers. DJ Wayne Williams, put the record on. Bring it on. 
Okay, so we are in the coaching lounge and um, we are talking to Dr. Alison Grimston and the topic of conversation is about stopping stress or alleviating stress and sustaining and maintaining and stepping into greater vitality and as we've said you know stress is something that is um, an everyday normal experience for a lot of people you know life can be quite stressful however what needs to happen is for us to actually um, slow down and stop for a moment and reassess the current situation once we are at that point it is to develop um, to gain awareness of and to devise the strategies that can help us to be in more control. So, um, Dr. Allison, hi. Hello there, hi. Hi, yes, okay. From that premise, it is to say that the more stressed we are, the more we don't try to, you know, do something to um, shift the stress, um, we can become quite depressed, yes? Yes, and absolutely. Yes. So what we're talking about is what do we want? Do we want do we want pain, more pain, or do we want pleasure? So I know that I want to move more, much more into the pleasure zone. <laughs> okay. And what I want us to focus on in this half is the things that can um, positively influence our tolerance of stress. Is that a, a statement that's fair to make, Alison, to um, positively influence our stress tolerance? Yes, absolutely. There are plenty of things that we can do to improve our tolerance of stress. And they start from within and go all the way through to the chemicals and toxins that we're exposed to, actually. So it can start with our, our mindset, which we've covered to some extent already, and our attitude to ourselves. And it can work right through. It's important to consider, for example, our activity levels, which you've touched on already in terms of you knowing that going to the gym was going to make it easier for you to cope with stress today. Um, and the imp another really crucial thing is what we eat because a lot of the time in this day and age we are not eating proper nutritious foods that we need. And uh, we're often eating too much fast food, ready meals, or processed foods, and things that come from the supermarket in packets rather than the fresh food fresh vegetables that we need to be using. So there are lots of ways that we can positively impact our stress tolerance, as you put it, very much so. Mm. Can you tell us more about chemicals? Yes, certainly. One of the things that I found uh, quite shocking, really, was the number of chemicals that we're exposed to every day just in our day-to-day -day living. For example, many of us, especially women, put several face products on before we leave for work in the morning. We may use a cleanser, a toner, a moisturizer. We may then put foundation on and powder, an eyeshadow, mascara and eyeliner. We may use shampoo and conditioner and a body nourisher. And if we don't look carefully at the ingredients of all these things, each of them is, is full of toxins and carcinogens. And these contribute to the way our body can respond to stress because all the time we need to think of ourselves. Our actual cells are crucial in how we can deal with stress. Mm. So another thing, so one of the first things that I started doing was looking very carefully and using only parabens-free products that are as natural as possible. Right, okay. So simple things such as looking at what we put on, on, onto our body that um, is not aligned to our natural um, selves, you know, as human beings is something that we need to be doing. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And another yes. thing that a lot of us aren't recognizing is that we, the, in this day and age, as professional women, we love our technology, don't we? Yes, yeah, we do, our iPads, yeah. our laptops, yeah. phones. Yeah. Absolutely. It allows us to stay connected. It allows us to respond in a timely manner to uh, questions and queries from our clients or our partners or business partners or bosses. 
The trouble is that the electromagnetic field that surrounds these is actually impacting on our cells as well. And mm. our cells respond to these as if they were being attacked by a virus. And mm. so we need to do everything we can to offset that. And for, from, from my research, one of the most important things that we can do to offset all of these things that are impacting on our cells is to make sure we're taking good quality nutritional supplements mm. as well as eating as yeah. well and healthily as we can. Yeah. So it's um, stress is not just about the external situation. Well, it is external, but it's also um, our ability to control what we can um, from the mental, from the physical as well, and the emotional. Yes. So let's just shift into, okay, so we have a busy day at work, um, we come home, you know, rush into the kitchen, you know, cook the meal for the, the husband or partner or children or for the self, and then we sit and we flop in front of the TV as a way to, you know, forget about the day and to alleviate stress. Is that um, a way to alleviate stress? It is something that has become a very common way to alleviate, stre alleviate stress in uh, today's day and age, certainly. It is important, though, at least for some of the time, for us to actually sit down as a family at a table so that we are eating together and making conversation. Because one of the, the downside of sitting watching television while you're eating is that it reduces the conversation between individuals. And... To have a wholly, truly balanced life, we need to be creating those heartfelt relationships that are so important to us. And if you are having problems with your relationships with your family or with your work colleagues, very often it's because you're not making the time to connect with them at the heart and to talk to them about what's important in their lives. And um, great though the television is, as an easy way to unwind, it's actually, we need to make sure we're making enough time for our, our um, friends and our, relations, mm. and our relationships as well. Yeah, that is so true. And actually, um, it may not even be TV these days. It might be Facebook, which is where <laughs> people, are, <laughs> people are seeking um, virtual support. and yes, um, which not, is no not have, thing. It's, it's, um, in some ways, yeah. you see, we, a lot yeah. of us are getting support through social media where we right. might be feeling isolated. Yeah. Um, it's just important to have the face-to-face -face relationships as well. That's really yeah. important to us. It needs to be balanced, doesn't it? I mean, yes. I've spoken to more than one client who said, okay, they have an idea of where they want to be, what they want to do in their life, but when they see so many other people on Facebook doing all these amazing, fantastic, you know, gloriously wonderful things, it actually makes them feel a little bit, um, you know, despondent because they sort of like feel. So they feel that they're not, you know, um, on that path of doing all these great things that they see other people doing. Um, so for me, myself, I think, as you've said, Alison, you've said it's about keeping it balanced. Um, however, it's important to have a strong network of supportive people. I know for me, in my stressful situation, what I really wanted to do was to talk to someone and just to, you know, to, to share how I was feeling and just to get some feedback from someone, um, which um, is healthy um, because we're not isolated or feeling we've got to suffer all this, you know, burden of this thing by ourselves. So um, we've, we've touched on quite a few things um, today and it's been a great um, conversation. What we're talking about really is being in control, managing the self and, um, you know, having the knowledge and the awareness of the strategies and techniques that can help us. So, Alison, um, can you... Tell us, is there anything else that, you, that we haven't touched on that you think you really need to impart to our listeners today? Well, just that in that case that you last mentioned where somebody was looking at Facebook and, seeing, and interpreting the number of other people doing what she would have liked to have done as being intimidating, that again is a perfect example of the mindset because if instead she sees it as 
lots of people egging her on and giving her, showing her the way and showing her the many ways that there are now with social media to be able to follow our vision and our dream and become uh, an expert in a small field within the whole global world, then, uh, then that can help her to feel more positive about it. Mm. And that, again, is part of the coaching, I'm sure. Yes. Gave her. So, yes, it's about shifting the perception yeah, so, yes, you know, yes, what, what can it really mean or what do you want that to mean for you? Um, yes. yes. Okay. And interestingly, you're saying about wanting to pick up the phone and chat to somebody. Interestingly, part of my new audio course on managing stress, which I'm recording at the moment, one of the audios is actually about that very sim- same thing. Mm-hmm. It's about um, the fact that we've traditionally all our research has surrounded uh, the fight and flight mechanism whereby when we respond to a stress we our bodies set us up either to fight it or to run away from it but that's because all that research has been done on men and in fact as women we tend to do a more of a, a gathering and a relationship reaction to stress in that we want to nurture the children bring them together and talk to other women and that is because of the release of a hormone called oxytocin so there's actually a a physiological reason why women when they're stressed want more to tell somebody about it and Mm, men want more to close up and so I found that quite interesting that that is absolutely fascinating so what we're saying is that historically you know we've been conditioned and this is what where we started off you know um, some of the um, things that you know we, we go to practitioners and you know they issue these pills or they give us these um, things to help us which actually are not serving and supporting us um, because things have changed or there's a new awareness or a real awareness that is actually uh, more important for us to be to, to know about so um, that's a, a, a fascinating piece of um, information Alison um, so in terms of women in stress you know um, the textbook um, solutions are not <laughs> really pertinent and relevant perhaps for, for us today yes they well one of the things I think about evidence-based medicine which of course has been a fundamental part of my, my training over the years but evidence-based medicine is looking for one answer one right answer to every scenario and the truth is that there is not one right answer because the right answer is different for each person in front of you and it's different for that one person this week to what it will be next week and so absolutely there isn't the one right answer for stress we need to have a tailor-made way of acting and we need to fundamentally be aware of our own responses to stress and what you know the little signs that our body gives us that we're stressed so that we can spot it and work on it yeah great okay so dr allison can you tell us how can people be in contact with you Absolutely. Well, I've got, I was just telling you about my audio program. If you'd like to go to my website, which is www.dralisongrimston.com, I'll spell that out for you. So it's www.dralisongrimston.com. Dot com. And if you go to that website, although it says about the Vitality Empowerment video series, if you sign up on there, uh, then I will send you the, the new audio series on stress as soon as I've got it ready, which would be within the next two weeks. Okay. And um, so... Right. Yes, Sorry, carry receive on. Those, that's okay. You'll receive my audios over a, f- a few weeks, and you'll also receive my stress hit tips that I send out in my Fantastic. Vitality Now magazine. And that's all free, is it? Absolutely, yes. That's complimentary. That's, that's an amazing offer, Alison. <laughs> Fantastic. And um, so you've mentioned over a few weeks, so it's actually a course that people will be on. That's right, absolutely. Yes, and that's in good, addition, that's if people would like to actually connect with me directly, they can also apply to have a complimentary health breakthrough session with me. This is, this is not a free coaching session. This is actually um, 
a session to help to signpost where they are now and where they want to be going and it's worth 125 pounds it's a really great free gift and to go to the application form for that you need to go again to the website www.dralisongrimston.com forward slash health breakthrough so okay. that's forward slash health breakthrough Right. So, so your um, focus on supporting people is relating to health and stress. So, That's right. yes, yeah, anyone. Sorry, carry on. Yes. Absolutely. And you know, one of one of the most stressful things that can affect people is when they've been given a medical diagnosis that's leaving them not knowing which way to turn as well. And mm. I help people through that as well. One of the ways mm. I work with is um, six months close mentoring with a VIP day. So we have a whole day working together to come up with a lifestyle plan going forward and then ongoing mentoring over six months. So that's my favorite way of working with people because that way we can really work together on some somebody's plan yes. going forward yes and um, as we've said it's about having a connection with someone who um, has that niche who's an expert in the field who can be there you know to for want of a better phrase hold someone's hand along the way of that um, critical time in their life now Alison um, you we've mentioned women quite a lot um, do you include men um, in your uh, as coaches People you work Absolutely. With? If, if any men are open-minded about my approach, then I know that I can help them. And there are a lot of men who are more uh, open-minded about meditation and, and these approaches that will help people in a much more mind-body-soul way yeah. rather than just one-sided. Yeah. Um, but because mm. that's the way I work, I tend to focus more towards women because I know that, that women um, want to work in that way of, of talking and support. Mm. Okay, excellent. Great stuff, Alison. So we are coming down to the end of the program now. And um, I've really enjoyed the, 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 the discussion today. Um, stop the stress and step into vitality. And please do be in contact with Dr. Alison if you feel that you want to speak to someone or engage in um, the programs relating to alleviating stress, you know, or talking about your health specifically. Then um, Dr. Alison, who will be joining us again on a regular basis over a period of a few months um, to talk about different aspects of health and how we can support ourselves. So Alison, I just have um, a few last questions to ask you. Are you ready? I am indeed. Okay, the first one is, are you blue or yellow? Goodness, um, yellow. Yellow, tell me, tell us why. I haven't a clue what it means, but um, <laughs> yellow is a warm color and it's aligned to my own branding of orange, which is about health and vitality. Fantastic. That's a great answer. There's no wrong answer here, Alison. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'd like to find out from you, what is your secret um, of success? My secret of, of success is... Ooh, um, Prioritizing and focusing. Mm, okay, so just keeping directional, really. Okay, yes. and that's that. Right. So those are your values. Those have helped you um, yes. to be where you are today. Great. Okay. And the last question is: What um, advice can you? Well, not maybe advice, but what can you offer to someone in terms of anything to share with them? Um, where they're at a place in their life where you know they're feeling highly stressed they've got to go into work tomorrow and they're not quite sure how they're going to get through the day um, what would you like to say to, to someone what, what can they do to help themselves there are so many things you can do to help yourself, as, uh, as Rebecca and I both know. Uh, one of the fundamental things that we forget to do is to breathe. Because what happens when we're getting stressed, you can feel the muscle tension through your whole body, through your shoulders and your back, and we breathe more and more shallowly in that situation. And if you just stop for a moment and take three deep breaths in and out, even that alone you can feel the muscles relaxing and you can feel the stress dissipating. When that happens, you can think much more clearly around and through the problem. 
And of course, to sign up for my stress tips on my Vitality Now magazine. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Alison. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here in the coaching lounge with us. I hope you've enjoyed your time with us today. Absolutely. It's been wonderful. Thank you, Rebecca. And it's been great to actually um, be on, on the radio here and to share some thoughts. Thank you. Fantastic. Okay, well, we are due a storm. So please keep warm and keep safe. And we will announce to the listeners um, when you're next due in, it will be in about two to three months from now, um, back in the coaching lounge with us. Alison, thank you so much for calling in, for being with us today. All right, then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so that was Dr. Alison Grimston, who's shared a lot with us today. And um, please do have a look at her website. And she will be back on air with us. We'll be talking about all things health and all things that can help us to be much better, to feel much better. So remember, what we've said is that it's very important for us to look at our minds. Look at, revisit, I would say, our attitude um, to the situation. Um, Think, you know, well, what else could this mean? Revisit our outlook. You know, what are we learning? What strengths are we developing as a result of this experience right now? And it's very important when you are feeling stressed to remain optimistic, um, to remain vibrant, to see the challenge as an opportunity in one way or the other. You know, invite some humor into your life. Take the time and space, you know, get to the full stop where you're shifting from that situation and moving into another zone that's more happy, more harmonious for you. Also, as I've said, what helped me was to um, gain some control um, by setting up some um, systems of control that can that help me in that particular situation. Um, it could be preparation or it could be gathering knowledge um, that will help you to have an advanced um, insight into how you can move into the outcome or create the outcome that you want to have in that situation. Also, to have a support network. Yes, um, we have a virtual support network, but remember to balance by having that physical contact. You know, talk to someone. Um, I will actually be booking another session with my own life coach. Um, It's holiday this week, so I'll be doing that towards the end of the week um, so that I can move back into the situation with with a goal, a great goal, and some action steps that will help me to feel anchored and firm in my um, position back into that particular situation. So um, as coaching practitioners, we are here to support you. I would like to thank you um, for tuning into the Coaching Lounge today. Um, Next week, the 3rd of November, we will be speaking to Trevor Carter, who um, is um, a radio host himself, on the program Free to Live 2, who is my mentor, um, who has supported me with actually doing what I do now um, in terms of um, this radio hosting. And the show next week is called Dare to Be Different. And I really do enjoy, in fact, this whole hour of being um, hosting this show and speaking to my guests every week is a time when I am stress-free because I just enjoy doing what I do so much. And although there may be stresses in this, in the producing of the program, in the um, arranging it and the, you know, organizing the guests and setting up the studio, it's great stress because I love it so much. So again, it's our perspective on a situation and we have Trevor next week who will talk to us about how we can be different and the the challenges for you if you dare to be different, please tune in and listen to Trevor talk to you about how you can be more of your unique self in your life. So um, thank you. Have a great week. Um, We are going to be having some midweek shows starting very soon, magazine-type shows. So watch out for the information on that. And we will be with you in another seven days. 
thank you for being in the coaching lounge. We commit to helping you accelerate your success through coaching and training. When you work with us, you can expect to have massive achievements in your personal and professional life. Visit www.satellitelifecoachingandtraining.com Choose your slot for your free discovery coaching session and start your transformation today. Think big for a moment. If you could create your best life, how would this look? What if, in just 30 minutes, you had a plan of action to get closer to your dream? Make the impossible possible and claim your free session today. Visit www.satellitelifecoaching.com now.